Welcome back to the Two Months Podcast, presented by BioSteel and powered by GoGo Sports. I'm your host, Joshua Marshall. And tonight I got a co-host with me. We got uh, Clay Vanderham. Vandy, how's it going? Vandy is Dandy Bosco. Um, no, you know what? I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not kind of pissed off. Okay, let's go. What are you pissed off about? Let's start it off. Let's well, get your Leafs yes. for one. I had a three-game Trixie parlay, or I guess it's a Trixie. So, it's guaranteed. It's Golden State, Dallas, Toronto. They all lost the first game one. So, yeah. And what did the Leafs do? Come out, guns a-blazing. I thought, oh, this is easy money here. Yes. And then go to sleep at the wheel. Now... Vandy, in your experience from seeing the game, watching the game, playing the game, coaching this game, um, how does that happen to a team, you know, getting past the first round, uh, all due credit to the Florida Panthers, but how is it these, from my point of view, it looks like immature, younger mistakes that players make at an early stage of their career. Um, And you got your veteran players like Nylander and Matthews, um, just turning the puck over in their own zone, just careless, carelessly. It's, uh, yeah, it's like lackadaisical plays. Just almost like this game's too easy, and and you just you your your energy isn't up. Yeah, and I don't know what that that stems from internal. I mean, that's just how they are, right? They've when always been that Nylander way. And, and Matthews, you point those two out, but. They're just like uh, cocky, I guess, for lack of a better term, but for almost lack like, of a like, better word. But they almost, just, even on the ice, they're they're, yeah. you know, just kind of going through the motions. And you know, second round of playoffs, playing a very yeah. hungry team. And again, like you stated earlier, credit to the Florida Panthers, boy. They're proving a lot of people wrong, right? And and it was interesting because on the Hockey Night Canada broadcast to start the game, they, you know, Elliot Freeman even touched on it because Matthew Kachuk had a ringside interview with Kyle Picassus, and he kind of was that, you know, uh, underdog mentality, all this, all that. And then they went back to the studio and consensus the whole panel with Dallas Eakins. They're like, how much longer can you go with that? You're really not the underdog now. You're kind of the... You're kind of the favorites, so oh, oh, oh they're gonna ride, yeah. But they're, I mean, they're at the gonna end of definitely the day, ride that, though, right? Yeah, hundred percent, you would, and that's internal. That's you know the leadership. That's Paul Maurice and his staff. Yeah, you know, it's it's the to the to the hockey fan. They're yeah, they're definitely not an eight. They don't. They're not playing like an eight seed no. right now. No, but at the end of the day, you just wanna you want to make it there make it to the dance and, and yeah. And, and I, see and, what happens. Right. And I think it's going to be tough to beat Bobrovsky the next four out of five. There you go. You um, get a hot goaltender. And yeah, it's, and it, 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 you know what, at the end of the day, we're, you know, we went to town tonight, uh, kind of a local bar that has a lot of leaf fans and, 
you know, consensus with the people I was with, the people there is you just got to tip your hat, man. At the end of the day, you got to tip your hat to a really good team, a really good coach, some really good players. Um, but at the end of the day, too, it's it's that you other, need to step up. I mean, they it, need to need to, yeah. And and, and you I can't take go one per, can, yeah. One person yeah. made a good comment to me tonight is do they still fire Sheldon Keith, Kyle Dubis, Brennan Shanahan? Yes, they got over the first round, but if they get swept and it's ugly in this series, do they, are their jobs still safe, Bandy? Where where are you at with that? Whoa. No. I I yeah. I don't think so. I don't think, I think anyone saw them. I think clapped. even even the way Dubas acts sometimes, you can. Yeah, and I know he's passionate and whatever, but that he he just seems like a guy that's holding on by a thread. Mm-hmm. Like he's just he knows the end is near and he's going to ride this wave with this team. So yeah, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know. It, it's a uh, it's going to be a tough one for this organization to come back from you know, O2 and uh, now the Panthers got over. You gotta win four, right? I you mean, do. it could be, it could be a Homer series. Or, you know, the Leafs series. have been home. Yeah. Right? At least for, the only positive for Leaf fans is they're three and zero on the road. Uh, and all of those wins have come in overtime. It hasn't been easy, but uh, you know, the, so I may be mistaken here, but did they not have the longest break in the first uh, I know Vegas had the longest break. Okay. Well, regardless in the East, they had in the East they did. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that could be playing into it as well. They're just not, they're yeah. not matching much like our beloved Oilers. They're not matching the tempo of the series uh, right of now. the series. Right. Yeah. You know, they, they kind of played against Tampa good series, but they, they like the Oilers. It's kind of that rope a dope style. I felt for both series, Tampa and Toronto, it was yeah. got to come back and, and make no mistake about it. The the playoffs are about learning and, and mm-hmm. the Leafs, yep. those guys, as long as they've been in the league, they they're learning how to win kind of on the fly. And part of that comes from, you know, maybe mentally preparing themselves. They're, you know, they're not, they, they're not, you know, realizing that they have to up their, up their game level that you know you can say it all you want but when you get out there it's kind of like deer in a headlight you're like holy shit these guys are coming yeah and they're coming on strong so so yeah. um what's your thoughts on paul maurice as a head coach here and, and what i've he's been able to do i've always uh, to me i've i've always admired the sutters obviously and and paul maurice is right up there he yeah he just he's so intelligent and so intellectual that you know you can just tell what kind of, of guy or coach he is in the room mm-hmm. and yeah no i've i've always been a fan of his i've always kind of cheered for him on the on the inside but yeah yeah it's, yeah it's uh we'll get into the sutter situation here as the podcast goes on uh some interesting comments from troy stetcher um today on the dolly uh, donnie and dolly uh show um, and then obviously some interesting comments of, uh, Jonathan Huberto on a French podcast uh, a couple of days ago too. So two different perspectives. Um, and, uh, so be, uh, kind of wondering what happens there in that situation, but we'll get to that very shortly. Um, I kind of wonder, you know, here with the Leafs, uh, you know, they, they, they have a little bit of success on the road. Um, now there's two days off between this next game. And then after game three, there's another two day off break 
Florida has been pretty much playing game day off, game day off, game day off. Now Toronto have some veterans um, in their lineup too. I think this will, I think at the end of the day, it kind of helps out both, both teams in a way, definitely probably more Florida because of the rhythm that they've been going in. But um, you know, wh- where does it have to start for Toronto Vandy? And we'll finish up on this. Where does it have to start for them? You know, Matthews has points in 12 straight playoff games now dating back to last year. Um, is he getting the double, you know, triple amount of points in games? No, he's getting the one here kind of that, but, uh, does, uh, do they just got to bear down and kind of ride those, ride those guys and kind of move? Yeah. You, you have no choice. Yeah. They got to be better. And I think to a man, they know that Mm -hmm. they're professionals. They're going to be, you know, as much as we, you know, get after Leafs fans and Leafs players out here, but, um, yeah, they 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 need to be better, and they know that. What yeah. what is Biz calling the, the Biz Nasty calls them the core four, or mm-hmm. you know they get they got to be better, and and they will. They'll be like I say, when they get on the road, maybe they get back into those you know mental mental habits that that maybe you don't do a lot at home, where everything's kind of there. Yeah, so Mutz fans. So much going on right now in the live sporting events, concerts, everything going on. You know, you got wrestling events, you got the NBA, you got the NFL, you got hockey coming back, like so much going on. So use the promo code two months pod. When you guys go to SeatGeek, download the SeatGeek app or go to SeatGeek.com and get $20 off your purchase for these live events. You guys won't be disappointed. They'll help you on the bucks. You know, save that $20, get you a couple beers, maybe some popcorn, whatever you want for that, saving that $20 going in. And, you know, use these live events, man. There's so much going on right now. Uh, This is the greatest time. Um, All these sports are firing back up. So all four major sports will be ready to go. Then you guys got the Drake concerts, the T-Swift concerts. There's so much happening right now. So, so many great events to be a part of. So don't be disappointed when you guys go to seekgeek.com and use the promo code two months pod, all capitals. That's the promo code two months pod, all capitals to get $20 off your purchase. This public service announcement is brought to you by our friends at CDN. Here's a crazy thought. Not all teamwear needs a team logo. Stand out in the crowd and rep your team colors with one of CDN's hockey hats. Listen, these hats are phenomenal. We just got ours a little while ago and we've been wearing them nonstop. You know when you find a hat you love and you just can't take it off? Yep, that's how we feel with our CDN hat. Every time we wear it out, we get asked, where did you get that hat? I know what you're thinking. How can I get one? Cue the details. Shop online 24-7 at www.wearecdn.ca and use the promo code 2MUTS for 15% off your order. Again, that's www.wearecdn.ca to get your new favorite hat and use the discount code 2MUTS at checkout for 15% off your order. Now back to the show. All right, we'll, get, we'll stick with the Eastern theme. Uh, we'll uh, move out to the New Jersey Devils versus the Carolina Hurricanes. A big 4-5-1 win for the Canes. Um, they're proving this without uh, three really great players 
in uh, Timo Timurvainen and Shnevskov and also Pacioretty. So um, the depth is in this organization. The de- it's obviously just one game. It's not a it's not a it's not a one game elimination. It's a best of seven. But um, thoughts on this Canes team uh, in the second round in this matchup versus the Devils? They're just systematically incredible and and disciplined and it's um fun to watch yeah it is man and they get after it they go and it's like they don't have like a one number one line no it's like one two three look what jesse's yes he's doing yeah you know he he's fitting in there he just does his role and you know he's not hurting them on the defensive no, side. No, it's not. That's so. I mean, but that's part of defensive structure. That you know, good for him. Maybe he needed. But they just—they're like a well. Well, they looked good yesterday, and they're just the games that I've watched. They're just a well-oiled machine. Like they are from you know D to forward, D to forward. They're just—they're stacked. And they, you know, you don't need a, when you play that structure, you don't need the superstar goaltender or, no. you know, they got Freddie Anderson and, and Ranta, but, but I mean, you just, they're still so structurally sound. Yeah. Um, for the, for the devils there, obviously a young team, there's some veterans there for sure. Um, and a hell of a coach in Lindy Ruff. And obviously we've had Vernon Fiddler on this podcast and he's talked glowingly about, uh, yeah. about Lindy Ruff, but, uh, what kind of, uh, what kind of things would you want to see in their game to kind of come back here and even the series up, uh, your, uh, finesse isn't going to win you a Stanley cup. You yeah. gotta be, you gotta be harder. I mean, you gotta be, I think, you know, missing Timo Meyer. I mean, he's a, he's that ball of energy that, that, Martinuk on the other side kind of player, right? Um, but yeah, it's it, you know, and again, Hughes is learning on the fly. <laughs> yes. Uh, the coaches sure. can He's the sure coaches can preach and the vets can do whatever, but at the end of the day, the, the you gotta play to get experience yeah. in that. And and yeah, I mean, but Carolina just is so heavy, they're always on you, and they just play that it's not it's some no, it's it's not a fast brand of hockey, but it's just you know they remind me of Vegas. Yeah, just yeah, the way they got it. And the yeah, it's there. No one really wows you, but no. uh, you got you got just depth throughout the lineup. You got big defensemen that can move the puck. Mm-hmm. They're rangy. They box you out. They you know corner you out. They you know, shy you away from the net, wherever you're going on one-on-one, they do a good way of gapping up and kind of keeping you from keep making sure you're still on the outside. So, mm-hmm. um, no, it's a really good team, obviously, and hell of a coach. And how many times we've talked about Rod Brendamore here, um, thoughts on, you know, this series that we're, that's going on tonight, game two, Seattle Kraken and the Dallas stars and what's going on there. Obviously the stars are up three, one here. Um, Seattle, you know, doesn't go, quietly into the night and they're gaining more and more respect with some veterans. But, uh, you know, I guess we'll start with like Joel Pavelski back in this series, back in the playoffs after the the gruesome injury that he just went through four goal performance kind of wasted, but, um, you know, listen, I'm going to tell you something. I, I'm I'm commenting on Pavelski thing, but, but I was just ready to send a text to our group chat saying how, I think because Dallas was getting pumped at that point. It was yeah. four to one. 
and and I um I was gonna send a text saying that I I wonder if like Boston put Bergeron in Pavalski. I wonder if that has a major impact on teams, you know, where yeah, these guys are are leaders and obviously the 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 dressing room guys and, and motivation all that in one. Yeah. But you know, you look at Boston, I I think they made a mistake putting Bergie in the one game and there are many different other things, but a lot of people are gonna hate me for this. But I, I, I was thinking the you. same thing about Pavalski, and then he fucking I wake up in the morning, he banged off four genos. So I'm like, yeah. okay, well, what do I know? But yeah, but yeah, I know. I mean, he's just that that leader that he doesn't I don't know right. if he's vocal he just doesn't or, write, right? Yeah, man. 38 years old, you know, does it right, late round pick. Um, probably one of the best at uh, net front presence on, you know, he put the, in the work and yeah. those are the guys you cheer for yeah. too. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, still a lot of game left here is that oh, 10, yeah. 10 minutes left. Uh, you know, it's only three, one, so anything could happen. And, uh, you know, there's obviously some injuries. Seattle plays that. I mean, that hard nose one to four line, one to four kind of hockey as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, we'll spend a lot of time on this, uh, our Edmonton Oilers report. And this is sponsored by our friends at Shattified Salon and Barbershop. Uh, thanks Shaddy and his team there for, uh, for taking care of us and, uh, and everyone uh, that goes to uh, Shattified. So if you guys uh, don't go there, you know, they got many locations throughout the city. So, uh, and if you go to the North side one, talk to Shaddy, he'll take care of you, take care of you. Um, Vandy uh, thoughts on this uh, performance last night from the Oilers, another full goal performance that we've seen in the playoffs and dry settle uh, unreal again, but uh, we're, we're, we're our things at uh, in this series for you. And, um, what kind of adjustments would you like to see the others, uh, you know, do in, in game two here? Well, first off, okay. Edmonton reporters get a clue. You're asking Leon, who's having one hell of a playoff and had a hell of a playoff on one leg. So, you know, damn well, he's a team guy mm-hmm. and you ask him, is there any joy, even though they lost and getting four goals? Like, come on guys, figure it out. Um, Getting back good. to yeah, getting back to to what um, I mean, Leon did. I a friend of mine texted me, Aaron Barner, and and or we have a group chat, and, yep. and he uh, he said the Oilers are having trouble adjusting to the, having a hard time adjusting to speed after playing possum with LA, and we talked about that earlier, right? Yes, and that's one hundred percent. He was bang on, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, that was the consensus around here too, and it was just. And you said you put in your eternal chat. Not only are they bigger, they're uh, they're faster too. Is the goal? You know what? I I can't say that I watch a lot of Vegas games, but I couldn't believe how much bigger they are. But they're not. Like yeah. I guess you know we're the bigger team, but they just they look heavy, man. Like they're just they lean on guys and like it's. I, I yeah, hard, it's hard. I was shocked. Yeah. So, what's your thoughts on DeHarnay here? He's had a rough playoffs. As Elliot Freeman oh, talked about last night. Up, yeah. where, where do you, where do you think where do you think uh, go here? With you know, you, I, do you get Jason Demers in the lineup? I. Yeah, I I think he only maybe, played one NHL game, that, later, but. Well, yeah, but I mean, he's been in the league for you know, fifteen years, right? Yeah. So, so I mean, I would say. 
yeah, maybe give him a look. I, you know, game shape, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I maybe give him a look. DRNA is he's struggling. Yeah. And I mean, it was his reads, uh, foot speed, um, you know, just uh, not. And, and wins hide that, right? Yeah. You lose and you, you know, the you're at fault for two or three of those goals yesterday. Then that it just magnifies even more. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm LA is obviously not as quick and fast and hard as, as Vegas, but I mean, you could see it kind of in, in that King series. He was, he was having difficulty. He's unbelievable on the penalty kill. Though. Yes, he is. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing of what Justin Hall is. Uh, Justin Hall is a hell of a penalty killer. Same with, uh, DRNA, but the uh, five on five, uh, you're kind of getting exposed, and uh, we'll see. I don't even know if Justin Hall will go back in. Lilligren played bad. The Oilers are playing with seven defensemen, but Broberg uh, is having uh, not the, you know, it's not like he's hurting them anymore, but, you know, it's still, you're putting two lefties together, and I know that's a bit tough for two guys that normally play the left side, don't really have a lot of experience, one of them playing the right side. So, um, I think that's, that's tough. And, you know, teams do take advantage of that. We've had Doug McLean on several times where scattering reports are used for how we, how you chip pucks in and how you get after it, where the guy's got to get it on his backhand. The retrievals on the backhand are, are tough. Right. So, um, and, you well, would, and I mean, well, you're not beating this team with, you know, it four defensemen too. Right. So correct. And you're, you know, we need help at the, at the bottom as well. Our depth, if our depth players aren't scoring, yeah. we can't, you know, Connor and Leon aren't going to win this series on their own. Yeah. So not against this team. No. So Nugent Hopkins has uh four assists in seven playoff games, no goals yet. Um, he had, uh, had a hell of a year, uh, career, obviously in goals and points and all that, uh, this hit, like, obviously, it, you know, just to ask you this question, everyone's going to know the answer to it, but how did, how does he get going? You know, and, and we've seen in the internal chat and obviously Ryan Rashog uh, talked about it too and, and whatnot. Um, Vandy, like, is, is it weird with these head games of, you know, you're practicing with these lines, you're warm up with these lines, but you start the game with these lines. Like, how does that, like, as you, as a player, as a coach, is that hard? I know there's a big theme today, but thoughts on that. Yeah, I would, says you know but like it was it's hard for me to put that in you know because they're professionals they should be able to play anywhere yeah anywhere you put them you should and yeah. i get it people excel and no i don't because I, mean, I, 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 I what i did is I, I i threw that out to some of the guys that have been on with us before um you know some current and uh, more current and some former and the consensus was yeah like you kind of want to know what you're going in with um okay if that's the that, case and so, it's a legitimate issue yeah and, but, but some guys did say what you said too though it's like yeah you you're a professional at the end of the day when that puck drops you got to be ready if you're playing with this guy or or that guy or these two or whatever like you know it's not like you've never seen the way they play like you've been I, on that the team agree, yeah. for a couple of years you you're, if you're not on a shift with them you're watching their shifts so you kind of know what your tendencies are in a way that um so it's kind of a weird thing, but it also, yeah, you, at this time of the year, you would think that you would have set pairings or set lines. Um, but when you're thrown into the blender of a game, and I think it's tough with this 11 and seven, and obviously Jay loves that, but you know, and I just thought well, they're successful I, with it. 
most of the time. Most of the time they are. That's so, it. So yeah. do you, do you think obviously, you know, there's video of Connor fighting something here. How how significant do you think his injury is? We obviously we don't know, but um exactly what the outcome is or is, but are you seeing something in his I, uh, that's lacking? No, no, I will <laughs> I say that, but you know, he, he, he had a lot of pep and he was carrying it, but he didn't, he was not flying. Like we all know Connor can fly. Yeah. hundred percent. He could be, could be something, Yeah, uh, you know, I would, I would venture. It definitely is. I mean, he took a beating in the first round. He did. Yeah. They were going after obviously. Yeah. And, and yeah, I don't know. And all right. The last and most important question on this one, and we'll see here, but, um, how soon is uh, the le- how, how short is the leash on Skinner here? And uh, what do you? What, I, I think you start Jack Campbell. Give Skinner a reset. Give him a rest. You're gonna get. Um, yeah, you have like, two days off now between the next game, so obviously right, like, then you'll yeah. get. So then you're gonna go back to back. But who knows with TV and everything how that works? You might get an extra day. Give Skins a, a reset. Just hey, yeah. you know, it'd be nice if they won the first one. Then maybe you give Campbell, but. I don't know. I think give him a not, shot. There's nothing wrong. There's other teams doing it too, right, Vandy? Like Carolina's done it. Florida's done it. It's if like, we're legit going on a run, you got to do it. You got to do it at some time. And yeah. what there's no better time than now. Yeah. I mean, you're he saved your ass in the first round. Let's let's see right. what he can do in a game, right? Maybe he steals one and we get yeah, it gives you that life. Yeah, because you know? they haven't played a, a low-scoring game yet. They've all been pretty high-scoring above the threes and fours. So, and his his save percentage and his goals right. average is not looking so good. Um, and that's going to be. And tough. you look yesterday. I mean, it wasn't Skinner's fault. No, not, no. nothing was. But yeah. and that's not what I, I don't want anybody to think that we're blaming him. No, but I think it'd be a good time for for him to oh. just see yeah. Campbell. Let's see what he got. Yeah. Give you a go and you go from there. Um, sad news today. Peter Klima passes away. We'll oh, on the other theme. Um, any, obviously there's a lot of many great highlights and, you know, the OT winner and whatnot, but um, you know, we don't know the cause and all that. We just know that at, at you know, very young age uh, lost a, a great, a great person. Another one, right? Smanko died young too. Yeah. Uh, there have been many others, but yeah. Um, you know, anything you want to add to kind of what he meant um, uh, and what any memories of besides some, the obvious, any other things or stories or whatnot as, as you grew up watching. Well, the, the goofy helmet is always for me. I mean, I, I love my favorite player growing up was Yari Curry yeah. and he had that, you know, the goofy Yofa and, and Peter Klima had that, you know, whatever, I think it was a Yofa too, but it was like the, yeah, it was weird. And then yeah. Yaroslav Pozar had a, Messed up helmet. Anyway, um, a buddy of mine on Twitter, Kish, I we played together at Southside growing up, but he put out how many something about how many kids used to fight over taping their stick or how many kids wanted to tape their stick. Um, dude, I had a uh, what was it like a it was a coho and I I think it was black of yeah. some sort. Anyway, I would I taped it just the spiral tape. <laughs> <laughs> and that was back when you know you the bottoms of the stick would they wouldn't last you'd be skating on wood by the end of the game but mm. yeah it was yeah i mean stuff like that 
All right. We'll finish up on uh, the breaking news out of Calgary. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> this one's tough. I love Sutter. The Sutter family has been great. Uh, obviously, you know, you and I got to interview Brent and, and, and yeah. we obviously know the history of these, of the Sutter families. And, you know, Troy Stetcher said it today. He said he loved playing for him. He was the type of coach that he's, uh, that suits the style of his game. Um, he's fair. He's honest. He just wants you to come to the ring, play the hard, play it, play it, play it right. And I think the comment that stood out to me was, you know, come to the rink, do your job and just shut your mouth and, and enjoy the game and embrace the moments that you get put into. And then, uh, you know, on the other end, uh, you know, Huberto is on a French podcast making comments that uh, not a good person, not a good coach, um, you know, maybe some other, and then obviously some other comments, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, didn't really align with liking Sutter. So two different looks out of it. And we obviously know there was some comments that Daryl had come out and said things about him of, you know, taking the shit and, and just the other things of playing a better at the end of the day. Um, you know, I always look at it as 75% on the player, 25% on, on the coach, in my opinion, um, you know, Huberto 55 points. That's not good enough from 115 point season. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I'm shocked that they fired him. I was to believe that, uh, you know, that they were going to fire him. And I know um, kind of a friend of the pod, uh, Matt Ruptash, uh, threw a jab at us on Twitter and, you know, whatever, we'll take him. Um, you know, but yeah, uh, thanks, Matt. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> you know, thoughts on, you know, the firing and, and what this means for Calgary going well, forward. I, I think you, it's kind of ironic. This whole story is, is the deal that Brad Tree Living did and, and the amazing work he did after losing your, you know, Kachuk and, and Goudreau probably cost him his job. Yeah. And I say that because that team was built for a, a Stanley cup run built for the playoffs. I had a great mix of vets who, you know, a couple of them, three of them, four of them are friends of ours for, yeah. that we've interviewed. Yes. And, and then you have the guys coming in or the main piece of the puzzle coming in and you know, I think I, well, it's clear now the room was divided. Yeah. And I, you know, remember us all speculating, ah, it's just Huberto's, yeah. you know, he's just getting used to it and blah, blah. Oh man, that you were right. He did that, not. Man. It's clear. Yeah. He did not uh, want to play for a guy that, that maybe pushed his limits a little bit harder than he'd been pushed before. Yeah. yeah. And and ultimately, you know, getting back, ultimately, I think that deal cost Tree Living and now Sutter his job because at the end of the day, you've got eight years with Hooby. Yeah. And, and you and know. Eager and Kadri and all that, right? Correct, right? And Kadri is the same boat, I think. Yeah. I, I think it's. You are right, yeah. I think it in that room, you know, you got Toff who would you know, has publicly stated he loves playing for him and he loves the guy. And then you have, you know, Luch who would play for anybody yeah. <laughs> really. Yeah. But, um, you know, and, and what Stetcher said, Backland and, yeah. and like all these guys, and then have, you've got these new guys coming in. We're going to have Trevor Lewis on next week. And, you know, exactly. another guy that well, obviously is going to say glowing things about him too. So, uh, um, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know, but it, anyway, it was a room divided. We all, we were all dead wrong. Yeah. And it just goes to show you that we really, truly 
don't fucking know what is going on in an NHL dressing room. <laughs> exactly. 100%. Yeah, Connor's quiet and doesn't say anything. Like, fuck, we have no clue. No, no. Unless you're in the room, you exactly. know. Exactly. And there's not a lot of people in the room, even the guys. Uh, that and how many of these guys listen to these podcasts? And, you know, and they just go, you fucking idiots have no clue. No, no. no. <laughs> I was actually I was talking to one last night and <laughs> won't name names but uh, obviously you know very well and he was just kind of laughing he's like hey you guys think you know but you don't know no so, uh, well. um but uh no it's always uh it's always interesting to get that perspective of, of this you situation. think he gets you think he gets another job you know what i think what is he or does he want one 60, I guess, I think. 63 he's got you know he's got about eight he always got over at least eight million if not more coming his way um you know and how much he loves the farm life. Uh, I know the oldest, uh, the oldest um, uh, daughter in, in, you know, his niece and the family is kind of the one that holds the farm together during the, the winter months. And mm-hmm. the second he gets an opportunity, he's back there doing things, uh, you know, and that's kind of where he loves. And, you know, all accounts, I had a couple of buddies that were running, going, gone through uh, Viking the other day. And he's, uh, you know, he's at the Petrocan in the coffee shop there, uh, just kind of hanging out, doing his thing, you know, sharing stories and all that. And, you know, Brent's been great to us. I, I just, I, I don't know. I don't know anymore. It, it kind of bothers me because like, I kind of tweeted out, I was like, you know, I, I still love that old school mentality in a way. Like I, like, but Bob Stoffer said it in an interview with us. He's like, these co- the coaching regime in the NHL is changing to this positive reinforcement, and now you're starting to see it in the workforce and all that. And and, and I think I, part of that, hundred percent, man. Right? It, yeah. it it it's been changing. I mean, I saw it 15 years ago. Yeah. And you know where I think he would be a good fit is is junior because he's still. You know, it, I don't know if he's wired that way or, you know, I'm, but I, you still have somewhat, you have control over your players a lot more at the junior level. Yeah. Than, and again, it's not about control, but you have, you know, you're more disciplined. You can, you can create your own discipline yeah. if, if that makes sense yeah. compared to what you can at the NHL level. And, and, you know, like, and let's make no mistake about it too, is you got a $4 million salary cap versus, you know, an $84 million salary cap when it comes to the NHL. But that's what I mean. I mean, yeah, you can, you got you that can leverage the conversation. power or control. I don't want anybody to think it's, it's no. that, but it's like, you can leverage yourself a lot easier at the junior level at the junior level. But I mean, again, I don't know. I think he would be good at it. Yeah. Obviously, obviously he would be good at it, but mm-hmm. Could yeah. he change? Because you, you do, I mean, you see, it's more of a buddy system now. Mm. You know, you look at Bedner and and look at the end of the day, they have fuck you matches with McKinnon and him. They have on public. On but, camera, off camera. Yeah, but <laughs> but at the end of the day, bench, I think it's it's a buddy. Not, yeah, buddy system. I, I don't want to, but it's like they're the these new age coaches and I guess not new age, but the coaches now that are successful and seeing success are they, they allies with the, you know, it's not my way or the highway. They're talking, communicating a lot more than they did in the past. Right. Yeah. Where you have to be here or here or here instead of 
well, no, just be creative and whatever. Yeah. I'm rambling again. Yeah, no. And well, uh, we'll definitely see kind of how it plays out. I, I'd say probably not because that's probably his choice, but, uh, mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll see if the Flames hire Mitch Love. Obviously, they got to get a GM in place to, uh, to before they get a head coach in place. Is that Conroy? Is it someone else? Um, Who's Mitch Love? So Mitch Love is the head Why have coach. I heard that name? Yeah, Mitch Love is the head coach of the Calgary Wranglers. Uh, he is the uh, head coach of the Calgary Flames farm team. And, um, yeah, he's done an amazing job. He's one of the up-and-coming coaches. Every year he gets better and better. And, um, you know, his development and system. And I, and I know the flames are very high on him and I don't think they would want to lose him. Um, so I definitely think he's probably one of the positive in, in candidates. And, you know, um, I think paying Daryl to sit at home on the farm for, you know, $4 million for the next two years. Um, you know, you know, Mitch love is not going to be coming in around, you know, he's probably not even getting a two million dollar contract. So I think that's has well, to I remember that's where his name Cam Jansen talked about fighting him in the yeah. yeah in the AHL. That's where that name came from. Um, okay. Wow. Yeah, he's been at it for a while, dude. Yeah, yeah. He's uh he's got a good resume, and I think that would be the candidate. And you know, I do think cost plays a factor here because I do think it was this decision was very hard for Murray Edwards as much as you know his yeah. close relationship with Daryl is. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, when the players speak up and how many players said what they had to say on either end, um, you know, it it was a divided locker room. And I think it was very evident that that was a divided locker room. Now Mm -hmm. that's settled very earlier on. And I think it was just really tough to get it back on the rails and um, you know, but Troy Stetcher didn't really have any comics. He's, you know, he's like, we we were, I think we're, he said they're 11, four and three, um, during the time he got there. So, you know, what was in the past was in the past, but, uh, you know, unfortunate uh, set of circumstances that it worked out that way. Cause you, we see you get in and anything can happen and it would yep. be interesting to see. Well, what, and we called it, they would, they would have been trouble for, for a lot of teams. Yeah. Yeah. Just the way they would have played with, and that maybe that Florida Panthers mentality were, where they're playing with the house money, right? So they were built. They were built for the playoffs. They were. They just needed to get there. Yeah. All right. Uh, Before our next recording, do the Oilers tie this series up? Uh, One, one Vandy kind of your prediction on there. Yeah. No, I'm I'm picking with my heart. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't think they do. Unfortunately. Yeah. I I just Um, think the, the speed and, and all that. I think if Nuge gets going, then it's a different situation. Um, and I, and, I, and, you know, I was chatting with this player the other night and, and uh, you know, I do think they're missing, you know, the, the Russell's, the Bennings, the, maybe the Sekras kind of that. Mean potato guys. Yeah. Just guys that you can trust, get out there. Do I saw thing. a tweet, Ethan bear, right? Yeah, another one. Um, there's another name. There's I, mean, I, I think our, our back end. Uh, well, is showing and, yeah. and being exposed and it's unfortunate, but you know, stranger things have happened. I, if, if we get depth scoring, you it's know, even they, we, we can make this, this fun again, but, yeah. <laughs> but uh, if we, if we don't get that and we're relying on 97 and 29 and the power play, I think yeah. we're in trouble and the PP. Yeah. We're in trouble. Got to get some offense five on five and, yeah. uh, get some more depth scoring and it's weird saying because you know in the series clinching game you know you got some goals from costin and yamamoto um 
but uh, again, it's one game. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We'll see what happens. It's not the end of the world. All right, Vans. Um, let's, uh, yeah, we'll connect next week. Uh, I think our next interview will probably be with Trevor Lewis. So uh, we're looking forward to that. And uh, anything you want to add before we jump out? No, I, no, no. Let's, let's go. Let's, Enjoy the playoffs. Let's go, oil. There we go. Let's All go, right. Leafs. Okay. All right, Vans. Vandy, thank you. And uh, yeah, we'll chat with you guys next week. Uh, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the games. Uh, stay safe out there. Are these forest fires in Alberta are pretty scary right now in the anniversary of the one in Fort McMurray. Uh, and I'm in Fort McMurray. You know, a lot of people are on edge here. So we're uh, yep. definitely thinking of you guys. Uh, I know there's one fire right by my brother's house in Athabasca. It's about 20 miles away. And they're getting ready to evacuate there. So uh, to anyone uh, listening and dealing with these uh, these unfortunate set of circumstances and these tough situations, we're, uh, we're thinking of you guys. We're thinking of your families, and uh, we're hoping things get better. It's wild that we're having this hot kind of stretch very early on in May. Um, and it's, uh, but, uh, you know, and uh, the first responders uh, putting out these fires, uh, you know, stay safe too and uh, get some rest, uh, recover, and, uh Let's, uh, let's just remember that there's a lot of people working hard to get these things that are under control and, and safe for everyone. So thank you to all the every, all our listeners. Uh, you know, give us a like, give us a subscribe on YouTube and all our other channels. And uh, we appreciate everyone. We'll chat very soon. <laughs>